but uh, it seems anymore I just can't sleep. I don't know what's going on. But uh, I was sitting up and I got where I read my Bible and uh, I was thinking how good God is in, in His Word and the promises He's made in His Word and how good He is to us. And I come across, I was, I'm into Matthew uh, and I was reading about the pearl of great price. And uh, tonight I want to start off, though, with Malachi chapter 3, verse 16. Listen to this. Then they that feared the Lord spake off one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. I love that part of verse 17 says, When he day comes, he's going to make up his jewels. Now turn over with me to Matthew chapter 13. And I was going through these parables that Jesus was given and uh, beginning in verse 45 it's talking about the pearl of great price again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant man seeking goodly pearls who when he had found one pearl of great price went and sold all that he had and bought it heavenly father we ask you for your blessings upon the reading of thy word and the study of it in Jesus' name bless us as your people tonight we ask it. Amen. The parable of the pearl is a natural follow-up of the parable of the hidden treasure right above it. Now, in fact, all seven of these parables have to do with the earthly kingdom of heaven and Christendom in general. Israel is the hidden treasure and the church is the pearl of great price. Born again people are pearls of great price. Now, I want to show you some things about a pearl that has to do, if you liken it to salvation. Number one, a pearl is formed by excretion. It's not mechanically made. It's formed from a living organism. Other priceless pearls or gems are the work of human skill. In other words, the greatest diamond, it takes a special jeweler to cut that diamond to make it worth a great deal. But the finished work of the diamond is a work of man according to his design, but not so with the pearl. The pearl is made after the will and design of God. So a pearl is formatted uh, like... It's made of God. It's not mechanical. A Christian is born again of God. And you think about that for just a minute. Again, the second thought I want you to think about is the pearl is lifted from the deep, dark waters to the queen's crown. But it is found in a state of uselessness. It has begun uh, in the dark deep and there it remains until it is found and lifted out by another. 
Now the pearl cannot find itself. It cannot lift itself. The pearl may have untold worth, but it remains unfound and useless until it is founded by another and lifted out. It's the same way with a born-again person. We're helpless, hopeless, until Jesus our Savior finds us and lifts us out of the deep waters of sin. And again, pearls are found by those who give themselves over to the task of finding pearls. I love to study in the Bible about soul winning. I love to study the rewards of soul winning. I thank God that I've got to win some people to the Lord because when I get to heaven one day I want a reward to lay at Jesus' feet. But souls are saved by those that's looking for people to be saved. In other words, we get saved by the grace of God where Jesus sends us out into the hedges and highways to look for sinners to get them saved. It's the same way with a pearl. A pearl don't find itself. Somebody has to find it. Now, finding pearls produces great joy and rejoicing. Remember the parable of the prodigal son? When he was found, he come home to his daddy. They had great joy in that household. So finding people's and pearls and produces great joy when you find a soul and you lead them to Christ. There's great joy in heaven and on earth. The pearl is found for a reason. The ultimate purpose in searching for a pearl is to lift it to the crown of the queen. Now, note some lessons from the parable of the pearl of great price. Number one, the man is the buyer. Verse 45. Look at verse 45. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Now, verse 45 tells us he is a merchant man. Of all the merchandise bought by this man, there was only one item he looked for and searched for. He was looking for goodly pearls. When he found such a pearl, no price was too high for it. Verse 46 said he sold all he had and bought it. All souls of men and women and boys and girls are precious. And Jesus, the merchant man, gave his all to purchase us sinners our goodly pearls. Jesus paid it all to purchase mine your sin and our souls from hell, John 3.16. Notice this merchant man was a seeking man. Verse 45 again says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. I laugh at people when they say they're looking for God. I've been searching for God in my life for years. No, you haven't. God's been looking for you. And all other things were incidental in this man's life. But this main purpose for this man was searching for was goodly pearls. Luke 19 and verse 10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Man don't go looking for God. God comes looking for him. The merchant man knows goodly pearls. Verse 46, Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Now, this man knew his pearls. This man was not to be deceived. He is never mistaken. Notice when this merchant man found a goodly pearl, 
It's never again offered for sale. It's redeemed out of the marketplace. In John 10, verse 26 to 29, as Jesus said, As many as my Father gives me, no man can pluck them out of my Father's hand, and He'll keep us forever. Amen? We're saved. That means simply this, that when I get saved, then I can't lose my salvation. I'm saved forever. You don't resell it. The merchant man, you're too precious to God. Once you're saved, then you cannot be lost. Fourthly, notice the merchant man paid a great price. Verse 46, and he sold all he had and bought it. Now the Bible is very careful to get us to understand that salvation is a free gift to you and I. It doesn't cost you one thing to get saved by God's grace. But it costs God everything. It costs God His precious Son. Now notice something here. This price involved Jesus condescending. He came down from glory to the cruel cross looking for us. If you're going to have a pearl, you're going to have to go into the deepest sea to find that pearl and bring it back up. That's the same thing that Jesus did for you and I when it comes to salvation. When you come to these, this little piece of uh, mystery that a parable is, this beautiful picture of salvation in it. Aren't you glad you saved tonight? I'm going to cut it short again. How's that? I'm glad I'm saved, but I thank you ladies for having my wife's uh, little birthday party back there. It meant a lot to her. And, and it was just a good time. But let's pray. Father, would you bless those that need your hand upon them now, Lord? There's several just really sick and ill right now. And we ask you, dear God, that you take care of them. We thank you, Mrs. Shepherd. And and others, Lord, just, just need your hand upon their bodies. And Father, we ask you to bless now. Bless everybody's come tonight. Go with us on our way home now. Watch over us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight. <coughs>